This is the Madhouse with Kara and Dave. What's up, Dave? What's up, Kara? <laughs> it's been a long week <laughs> since the last time we did this. That's the hard thing because as fun as this was to do with you the first two times, it's something where we log it away as what we should do like every other day because consistency is key with these kinds of things. But for some reason, work and life and kids just like get in the way and then moods and being sick or tired. Like it's just, you know, kind of changes things a little bit. But hopefully we get better with that. Do you think we could? Maybe once a week. Eventually we got to nail down a schedule. Maybe. In theory. Maybe. Maybe. So we had an interesting experience last weekend, or the weekend before, I guess now, taking our entire family to Six Flags. Yay! It made me realize that I do not like going places with all of my kids in the middle of August, in the middle of Georgia, where it is hot as fucking hell. Because as fun as you want it to be, as fun as you want it to be for them, there's always a menagerie trash that blows up and goes wrong. Doesn't all hit at once, but like, what are the top three things that ruins the day out with all of our kids for something like that? Attitude. Mm-hmm. The whining attitude. Depends on who it's coming from, but... I'll give it to you. Other people in the weather. Yeah. So, I remember back when we were dating and we got to go... Oh, hey, it's my work phone. <laughs> Alright, well, work. I think in that little break that we just had, which doesn't seem long because I paused it here but it was actually a few minutes and we had a daughter and work call and my god <laughs> so anyway back when we were dating do you remember going to like just going to do things just the two of us or even when we first got married going to arcades and things like that and then having one kid isn't so bad going because especially in the early years when she was in a stroller you know or we went back to like cedar point and the grandparents pushed her around and we still got to like break off and go do our own thing but the more kids you have the less that happens right and the more expensive everything gets the more prepared you have to be and like the less fun the more everything the less fun i mean they have fun and that's supposed to be you know, the trade-off, but I don't like it like <laughs> what it used to be. It's just crazy because we have, like you and me, we like... I don't think there's a ride we don't really like, right? No. Going to like fairs or theme parks and stuff, be it a little 
spin around thing or a really fast coaster. Like we're just, we're there for it. And out of four kids, okay, so the youngest doesn't count, I guess. But even our two oldest, only one is like right up there with us. Could go on everything all day long. The other one will go, but she'll scream her face off and then like has a limit. Like she's just done. And I don't know if like this last time it was the weather and the people and the sisters and or just the fact that we kept wanting to go on coasters and she was just like, I'm done screaming. I'm done spinning and flipping and looping. I don't know. Do you remember going to theme parks as a kid? Yep. Was it fun? Yeah. Do you think your parents had fun? Yeah, because they'd give me a wristband to tell me to be back here by 10. Oh, so you just had to go off with whoever else? Go by myself. I don't care. Jeez. Would you do that today with our kids? No. <laughs> I don't think I ever got to break away. I think I was always with like an aunt or something or somebody. I never got to just go. I think they quietly hoped somebody would take me. Oh my god, anyway. I'm down. Two to go. Yeah. Things are just... God. It's not even as simple as just like... <laughs> buying a ticket. I remember like going to Cedar Point especially. You'd always have like those Pepsi cans with the $10 off or $15 off, right? And that would be such a big deal to, to parents to buy the tickets. And it's just like, what's, what's, what's the big deal? But again, I wasn't buying the ticket. I wasn't buying the food. I was just along for the ride. I wasn't paying for parking. And like, there's a lot of stupid shit you don't think of as a kid. Where it's just like, I, I wish I could move faster in this line. That was, you know, back then they didn't have like the speed pass and everything else. But these days, everyone has it, so it's like, it doesn't even save you that much time. It just tacks on that price, though. And then you got this nice investment for this sweet family vacation that you, you know, know your kids are going to love. And then two hours goes by, and you just want to go home. Because someone's ruined it. By dropping their $10 ice cream, or... You know, it's too hot. I'm too tired. I don't want to walk anymore. Well, I don't know what the hell to tell you. Did you have fun at Cedar Point last year? Up to a point. The water park was trash. Wait an hour and a half to go down one slide. The wave pool seems like it was open for 10 minutes, closed for a half hour. Um, yeah, that was the second day. I completely forgot about the water park. And that was one of those things that I thought we would... I thought by doing that, that was just like the ultimate package because you got the best of both. We did the park the one day and then the water park the next day. That was nothing that I ever really got to do as a kid. Like, you'd always see the water stuff, and um, at least I did when we'd go, and it's like, 
That would be really fun. But it never happened. And then we tried to do it for our kids. And yeah, we have the... Like, we went all out. We got the cabana and stuff so that we had a place, you know, for people to chill and eat and be in the shade because it was hot as hell. I said that then. This year is surpassed that. Um, I would kill for that weather now. But, yeah, just, like, the toddler was sleeping and, like, ideally we had some situations that were good. So we're, you know, we cut off and we're doing rides with our kids and some on our own and we picked the wrong one I guess I don't I don't know that was a very long very long wait for what we got and then like as soon as we're getting off of this fucking raft in come the clouds and the rain and everything else so it's just like that part got cut really short and yeah Definitely not what I hoped it would be, but our kids did have fun. We got a lot of pictures, and they actually got to, that was their first, like, theme park experience was Cedar Point. So, I don't know. When you have to look at it from a parent's perspective in regards to your kids, they had fun. When you're looking at it, you know, through your own stuff, do I think it was worth it? No. Would I do it again? No, probably not. Not not right now. I'd wait till everyone was a little bit older and I knew they could go on more and like do more and stand more. Because there's just there's just a lot. Just a lot. Now, it's not even just theme parks. You've told me a lot of times that you don't have a lot of memories of, like, going and doing things with your parents. Like, um, vacations or trips or things, even if they're, like, day trips. Is that right? Yeah. Pennsylvania a couple times to visit family. Cedar Point once. Oh, only once. Camping. Remember bowling, but that's because they were in leagues. Mm. So a tag along to something they were going to do anyway. So you have said that with our girls, there's some points where you don't feel like you do a lot, but you really have done so much with them. And I know that the um, the patience thing and everything plays into everything. So not only theme parks is exhausting with kids. It can be something even as simple as like a day trip to a waterfall. Or, or bowling or anything. I don't know. It's just... Can you think of a time where we took our kids where nobody had attitude? Like, it was just a fantastic trip from start to finish. No. None? Not one? Nothing pops out. A lot of the bad ones pop out. Name one. And Cedar Point was one of them. Because Six Flags was another one. What was the biggest beef at Six Flags? 
everything was fine up until the point where you know the two oldest text and then you try to call back right away and they don't answer they wanted some water but we told them they just call and meet up with us we'll get drinks or whatever because we sent them off on their own to go ride rides yeah so they did break off eventually on their own it took them a few minutes to actually go and see had that been me if I were to you know if, if I was given that opportunity as a teenager like they are I would have like I would have gone until my parents called me you know, even if I was thirsty or whatever, if I couldn't figure out how to get a drink, like, I, I mean, I would have figured it out, but I wouldn't have been running around the place trying to find us like they said they were when all they had to do was go buy a map and call and say, hey, we're over here. It's just a different, different thing, I guess, between us, but after that, everyone's pissy and like, they don't want to stand in line anymore and it's too hot. And I mean, I get that. Now we know that in Georgia, you sure as fuck don't go anywhere outside in August, period. Like, I would never go again. Not even with just us. Like, just, mm. Because it wasn't, I mean, it was hot. There were still a lot of people. And, I, yeah, I, I've never, I've never had, like, such a, Hot theme park experience, I guess, weather-wise. And then you got people not being able to ride on some, or too scared to ride on some, and then the baby's freaking out, and... Yeah. I was trying to think of, like, even a bowling trip, or... But... I think maybe when we were in, like, Tennessee or something. <coughs> um... Like, doing that neon indoor mini golf thing. I think that little experience, even though that was, like, a chunk of a day, <coughs> I think that from beginning to end was actually decent. Because I think that was only three kids, and the youngest was three. But, I mean, she was actually able to do the stuff and, like, thought everything was cool looking. You remember going there? No. Seriously? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> yeah, it was um quite a few years ago, but it's crazy that you can't think of anything else. Like, because there's been a lot. There's been a lot. But. So even we say vacation, and our girls go... Um, up with grandparents for a few weeks in the summer um, because all of our family's up there and this year because my sister was coming down from Canada with her two daughters we made the trip to go up to um, go to my dad's something as simple as that you think even that would be from start to finish relaxing but no the factor there is where my kids would normally have their own time with grandparents. Now we're up there too. So that's kind of like crowding in on their time, I feel. And then 
Name the other variable. Well, is everybody going to sleep? You got six adults, six kids. Your dad lives in a two-bedroom cabin in the fucking <coughs> woods. With a bathroom <coughs> the size of two Vortigeons put together. One bathroom for all those people, yeah. And then the wild card is the two-year-old. The two-year-old who doesn't fully communicate yet and who at home has very laid out boundaries. We're talking baby gates and has wide open spaces and like knows where she can go. I cannot stand when we go places and everyone tells us to relax and this and that. And it's like, we cannot, you know, not both at the same time anyway, because you like your stuff for one. So she doesn't care that you like your stuff. Like it's all new to her and there's no gates, there's no boundaries. So we have to be like lifeguard eagle parents. She doesn't talk, but you know what she's thinking. Yeah. Look at this cool shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. What did we walk into? The first thing I saw when I opened the door to my dad's house was on a table in his living room, like 20 glass oil lamps. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Those are going to need to go. Like if you like them, yeah, they're going to need to like disappear away, far away. Lock up, lock up, put it somewhere else. I can only imagine, like, ugh. And then sleeping, God. People think it's so easy that, like, they just fall asleep, you know, and it's just good. Like, oh, she's so young, she could sleep anywhere. But she doesn't. No. She has to fall asleep comfortable. She has to be comfortable. Then you gotta set it up so you have eyes on her. Trip was exhausting with her. It was. And I am fully convinced I... slept I... in the tent in his yard. Yeah, I was sleeping right week. there with you. <laughs> it wasn't a week. See, it, it felt like two weeks, but it was only like four days. <laughs> That's a week. Yeah, well... <clears throat> it just... Um, something as simple as that. Something about trips with kids. You got way more luggage than you need. You got way more precautionary things, or... You gotta leave on overnights to go there so that kids are sleeping, and you get six hours of peace and quiet without bitching and moaning. Mm -hmm. You gotta leave for the overnight on the way back, just so you can have the same peace and quiet while you're driving. <coughs> it's not even, like, peace and quiet, because you're still fucking driving when you'd rather be sleeping. I'll take the no talking for six hours while I'm tired. Ugh. And then it's like, even though you have all of this shit, there's always something missing. There's all, it's not even something you forget. It's just like, God, life would be so much easier if I had this right now. Just like, I, ugh. How about when we make it to the stop sign 30 seconds after we leave? And then I get a comment from the back. Forgot my woman stuff. Oh my god. I'm gonna turn back around just to go get that shit. That was like the very first stop. So I was like, yeah, what, a block away from the house? Jesus Christ. So, we've gone to different states. We've gone to the beach. We've gone to parents' homes, theme parks, carnivals, and circuses, and... 
ice skating shows. I mean, we have taken our kids. They've been on a lot of different things. They've been to medieval times. I sat in the van. Yeah. Because we had a kid that was not even two. That's 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 where we go wrong. We try to do these things because we think that if they're a certain age, they'll be either manageable or they'll like something. Because we also went to the aquarium and the beach. But man, they always find a way to ruin something. Some part of the trip gets ruined. And it's just, that's what we remember. If we go talk to them about that trip, they're going to tell us the things that they liked. They're not going to tell us anything that was wrong. But we come back with what was wrong. I mean, yeah, there's good stuff. But then you're like, oh, God. And then you have that. So, back in the beginning, you had said that, you know, you don't feel like you did that much with your family. And I'm reassuring you that you do plenty with our kids. Like, they should not, for fuck's sake, have any gaps in memory of, of you or us doing things with them. Be it small little day trips or, like, just things in general. Or big trips. Um, but I think the, the best trip, the best thing that we've ever done since having kids, since being together was what? Without kids? Yeah. New Orleans? Yeah. So two years ago, he surprised me by telling me we were going to go to Mardi Gras for the first time. And... He was going to keep it a surprise and just kind of like take me there, right? But you decided to tell me like two months beforehand. I was going to keep it secret because I was afraid that the first thing you were going to think of was well, there's going to be boobs all over the street and you're not going to want to go. I don't want to go there. What do I want to see all that for? That's what I was thinking. And then I was like, well, God damn it. If that's what it turns out to be, I better tell you. Because I don't want to go all the way there and spend all this money just for you to say, there's boobs all over the street, I don't want to fucking be here. So, I figured I'd save myself some heartache. But then, I mean, you decided to do it anyways. And then... So, let me tell you, though. When you told me we were standing in the kitchen, and when you told me, it was like 30 seconds of no reaction whatsoever. And in that 30 seconds, I went from thinking that, you know, like, what the fuck? And then it went to, I've never been there. Then there's all this shit. You, you know, you don't, you don't really think about it because you've never been there. You've never, like, I've never, I've never looked it up. I've never, it's never even crossed my mind. But then the prospect of it being a trip for just me and you, no kids, like, that part sold me because you were so excited about it. I was assuming you weren't excited about, you know, just boobs on the street. But you try to do this really nice thing, and it's like this big party time, and it's something that we didn't really have in our younger times. And so, I mean, in the very least, I was just very, very curious to see how it would go. Because we had never... We had never gone on a vacation, just me and you. We'd never been on a honeymoon. 
like from the beginning, our vacations were just going back home, and that's not a vacation. That's. And then I stopped going. Yeah, I mean, we both stopped going when our kids started going. We both stopped going, you know, because there's just there's either little kids or work or like there's just always something, and it's not a vacation anymore because you go up there and you've got. 12,000 family members and this tiny little box of time, but everyone wants equal time and you have an itinerary before you even leave your fucking driveway. So it's like you almost need an extra couple days once you get back from that, a vacation from a vacation because you don't actually get to relax and enjoy it. You're like shuffling around except, you know, you have kids too. So it's just like. So the prospect of not having to deal with that, to go somewhere completely different, complete opposite direction. So instead of going north, we were going south. And just, I didn't have to pack for kids. I didn't have to do toys and pacifiers and snacks and this and that. And, (laughs) I mean, shopping for that was fun like trying to pick out dresses and just different things because we had no idea what we were going into. Um, It just turned into like this whole thing and then actually being there. We got down there on Monday afternoon and we went out that night and what is that called? Lundy Gras? Yeah. We went out that night and then, I mean, we went out the next night, and then we were off by Wednesday morning. So we were really only there for... day and a half? Yeah. It's like six, seven hours to get down there. How many it, miles did we walk? Oh, God. In that day and a half, was it like close to 30 miles or something? Yeah. yeah we stayed on the other side of the river and had to walk at least a mile to the ferry. And then you don't want to have to take a ferry all the way back over. So once you're over there, you just stay over there. And you walk everywhere. Everywhere. Block off all the streets so there is no Ubers, cabs. The train trolley things were shut down in the French Quarter. Yeah, lesson learned that year. (laughs) Comfy shoes and... legs were killing me. Yeah, but, I mean, we got to walk down the street holding hands and not having to look over our shoulders, and that felt so good, and it, there was no, like, time didn't exist in that day and a half, like, we could just go, hey, you want to go in here because we can? Sure. Are you thirsty? Sure, let's go get a drink. You want to go to eat? Yeah, let's go here. And it was just like this crazy, never had before freedom that I don't think... um, Now, honestly, because I'm in my 30s, I think that's why I like it so much. Had we gone 10 years ago, I don't think I would have liked it as much. Why? Uh, well, because it wouldn't have been as long of a wait for one, and I, I don't know, in my 20s, I feel like I had a lot more insecurities. Um, I just think I would have found more 
negative stuff. So let me just throw this out there. New Orleans is not like this crystal shining gem, right? It is a city, a very old city in <laughs> around this time when you have, you know, thousands of people there drinking and puking and all of this stuff. Like it's a, it's a nitty gritty, dirty city. Like it's broken. It's got cracks. It is just, it's dark sometimes and not everyone can go there and have a good time. Like, I can easily see people get completely uncomfortable being in that setting. Even just walking in the city itself. You know, but... Trash everywhere, trash cans overflowing, slipping on beads. Yeah. Food, puke, beer. Drunk people. All over the ground. Like... Walk down some roads, it'll smell like piss. Yeah. Yeah. But... See, now I think that would have been a, like even more of a turnoff 10 years earlier. But within those cracks, within those flaws and everything else, we found really good food, really good drinks. Um, we met cool people. We found spots that we wanted to go back to, cool things to see. So... That was two years ago was our first trip. This year was our second trip. And we, <laughs> I feel like each time we go, we learn a little more. So it was really cool going this year, um, staying on the right side of the river. So no more ferry for us. And uh, it was just, it was just cool to go there after a year and you know generally where you're at. Like the streets. And the layout, you know, a little fuzzy at first, but then once you start walking it, you're like, okay, you know, you're pretty confident in where you are, and and we still found new things. That was the other cool part, is we still found new things to do and see and eat and drink and all of this stuff. Now, like with anywhere, there, I mean, there's just some shady, shitty people. But that's like, I mean, anywhere. Well, you're smart about it. You have to be smart about it. Which, the first year we went, um, the owner of our Airbnb actually drove us over to the quarter. Uh, so he saved us a ferry trip, which was pretty fucking awesome. But he told us, as he's driving us around, he told us, you know, where not to go after certain times, what actually happens... It is actually a very targeted spot for crime. He told us that, you know, back pockets are pretty much a no-go. So all of your stuff, be it keys, wallets, phones, you want to keep them in the front pockets or like secured on you somehow. Because, especially during Mardi Gras, and I think that's why the first time and the second time, I think we had more fun the night before on Lundi Gras. Because there's more streets open Whereas Mardi Gras, they're very much shutting everything down. So it's mainly focused just on Bourbon Street, which is, I mean, the party spot, you know, but you're taking all of these people that had several streets, you know, we're talking parades and, you know, get togethers and festival things where they had all of this room. You're jam packing them now into one fucking street, which doesn't end up being that crazy big. So... Whenever you want to maneuver through that street, you're 
going through this tuna can and you are without a doubt shoulder to shoulder, it is very easy for someone to just rip you off. And that happened to, well, that attemptedly, attempted, whatever, having so, us, right? I had my wallet in my front pocket, but felt somebody grab my ass. I turn around, there was a group of ladies walking by. I know they were fishing for my wallet, but that was like the other couple that we met. We had, what, his phone and his wallet stolen? He had his phone stolen, his wallet was almost stolen. They got his phone out of his back pocket. And those are like, they were from, what, like Oregon or something, yeah. like way up there where they don't deal with all, like that many people. They li live up in the mountains where there's, you know, a small mountain town and everyone knows everybody. So I'm sure even walking down Bourbon Street was like a, oh shit, <laughs> kind of thing. But, and that's, I don't know, it's, it was hard because things like that piss you off because you do have such a good time and there are so many things that you like about it, but it doesn't take much to kind of turn you off to stuff like that. And leaving there, we were pretty sure that we weren't going to go back. And, um, the more, like, after we got home and the more we thought about it, like, if it would have been, if, if I would have known it would have been our last time, I would have pushed to do, like, some more of the things that I wanted to do, like going to see the cemeteries or hitting a fan boat ride and stuff like that, which the first time we went, being there a day and a half, we did the tourist thing and just walked around the quarter. Like, that's all we really had time to do. Um, so the second time, we extended our stay to, what, four days? And we had a plan for, you know, he picked something, I picked something. So one of the days we did the World War II Museum. Huge place, awesome stuff to look at. It definitely took a little bit to go through. And then the next night we did the, I cannot think of what it's called. It's different now. It's called the city of New Orleans now, but it was something else. The big, um, steamboat. Yeah. Dinner cruise, dinner jazz cruise, which was nice. We found some food that we liked that we brought back with us. <laughs> and we learned that. Being on the water that late at night is fucking freezing. Like, horrible. Well, it says dress fancy, but apparently you can just wear, you know, whatever the fuck you want. That was the other thing. Like, I had the biggest hopes for that. I went and, like, I really got all dolled up for that. And then we're standing in line for the already paid spot, right? And then you got all these walk-ons that just look like they're just... Crawled out of a gutter on <laughs> Bourbon Street. Right? Beads and just beaded bras and just, ugh. <laughs> Definitely wasn't what I was thinking when they had, you know, the whole dress code on there. I'm thinking, that's full of shit, but. <clears throat> but aside from that, I mean, it, it was very cold. Very cold. But, I mean, the food was good and. 
because we wanted to get back and warm the fuck up, it felt like it took a little longer, you know, than we liked. But taking off and seeing the city all lit up was nice and and everything of like that. And it's not something that we'd go back and do. It's just something that, you know, was there. And that just happened to be my pick. So, um, we are already counting down the days to go back next year, which is a couple weeks earlier than it was this year. So, definitely not jumping on no nighttime boat experience, excursions, nothing like that. But, why are you excited to go back? No kids, no worries, no responsibilities. Drink whatever we want, when we want, go where we want. Call it a night when we want, not call it a night when we want. (laughs) Not have my phone go off. Mm -hmm. The freedom of freedom. Yeah. And see, so the first time we went, we were together for 18 years. 18 years, and we'd never had a trip like that. So 18 years, several moves, different jobs, several houses later. That's a lot. So I think think that's the part that that made me want to go back, is that we did have so much... Fun and we found, you know, the good in a place that not everyone could. Like, I wouldn't be interested in going to, say, Florida for a spring break kegger situation, you know? Like, this is just... There's a lot of people, but it's not like a Vegas vibe. It's just a very... Everyone's laid back. There's no hurry at all to go anywhere. And it's just chill, relaxed, nice, fun. The first year was the best year. But it was also coronavirus. There really wasn't as many people as last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we even had our cards. So a lot of places, they wouldn't even let people in if you didn't have your card. So there were some some places where it was just kind of us. Last year. The biggest thing about last year that made me hesitant about wanting to come back again... Was the amount of people, not even really the amount of people, but just the amount of fucking bad attitudes that I ran into this go around. I mean, you say chill and laid back, for the most part there is, but I mean, like I said, my kids can ruin a vacation for me pretty quick with their attitudes, and it's no different than a stranger to. People piss me off. They definitely pissed me off. Trying to steal my wallet made me mad. And then it was like the same night where you're just walking through the crowd. And then you get that short little dude that, you know, has that Napoleon complex. Just shoulder checks right in the middle of a fucking four-way intersection with nothing but people all over the place. And, you know, you turn and you say, sorry about that, man. And then he just looks at you. Like he's ready to fucking fight. And I mean, I'm, I'm happy to give it to him at that point. But it's just, I'm here to have fun with my wife. And 
you got a bad attitude, your fucking girl just leave you, or, or what's your problem, dude? Why are you even here? I don't know. So, ran into a few situations like that. Oh, yeah, and those dudes fucking with the Oregon lady. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Getting ready to walk back into uh, Pato's again. That guy sitting out there and... I don't know, I guess she looked at the dude standing outside before she walked in and... Him running his mouth. You see something you like? Hmm? Mm-hmm. You don't remember that? Oh, I was the first one in the door. Oh, yeah, well, it had her and then her husband or whatever right behind her and as she's walking by she looks at him and he was like fuck you staring at you see something you like and then starts talking to the lady's husband like, you better get her cause she looks like she wants to fuck me right now or some shit like that just talking all kinds of shit just trying to walk into the bar yeah I was gonna say I was already yeah. in I didn't I told you, man. I don't know. Maybe you were drunk already, but yeah, I would have fucked that dude up. I'm here for a good time, but it's only so much I can take. So that being said, are you actually glad that we're going back for a third time? I mean, time? it's still going to be fun. I want to go to that dungeon bar place. I want to go back to... Uh, same dive bar for the shrimp po boy like there's there's spots to have fun i know there's other spots that we just need to steer clear of yeah but you learn that as you go yeah so our last hotel this year was on royal street which is one street over from bourbon towards the water and this is important because yes it was good that it was on the side of the river because it saved us a lot of trips across the river ferry or and the first you know. stops at 10 30 by the way so yeah unless you want to do a 150 dollar uber across yeah something that's stupid so it was nice to have like a guaranteed bathroom there drinks there even just to fucking rest and relax for a little bit to have that spot was good but it's also it's kind of like a baby bourbon street being right there because you got Bourbon Street spillover. That's, you know, we were a block away from Canal Street, which has all the parades, all of the festivals and things. So it's a pretty, it was a pretty busy spot. Um, that, and there's a lot of restaurants and shops and things that were down there too. So this year we are going two blocks over. So on the other side of Bourbon, farther away from the water where it was completely dead like i think the what museum of death is over there and it's right around the corner from yeah this little dive bar that we found and like the the shop where we got the all of the fun accessories and things but it's just it's crazy how different it is just going on one side of bourbon versus the other because I feel like it's just it's gonna be quiet <laughs> and like it's not any farther 
It's just the other way. So hopefully we made a good choice in our choice. There's no pool in this one, but... We, we picked it because it was a big-ass tub. Yeah. 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 And it's so close to everything, but it's it's not... I don't know. I, I get, like, like you said, we feel like we learn something new every time and we find new things. Like, I remember walking by the dungeon place and... I don't, it wasn't open at that time because when we were there, it was like lunch or something, but, but yeah, we ended up meeting up with a couple different kinds of people, like a couple different groups that we ran into several times. One from Oregon, the other one North Dakota, South Dakota? South Dakota, I think. And what, the other ones were from? UK. Yeah. Yeah. And I think two out of three groups are going back. So I feel like we're going to run into them and at least have a, oh my God, what the fuck? And isn't that crazy? If I were to plan to go with friends, I don't think I'd have as much fun. Like if I knew my friends that I knew were going to go, I don't think I'd have as much fun. Because I think there'd be that expectation that we spend X amount of time together or something. Or we just keep running into each other accidentally. Not accidentally. I think you're breaking it down too much like a woman. No, I'm saying if like people that I know like here. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. if you want to go, that, that's cool. But we're going to do our thing. Yeah. We run into you, we run into you. I'm not making any side plans. We're going to meet at this place <laughs> to eat and all that. No, I'm going to fucking Mardi Gras. Yeah, right. Just for the pure reason of not having any plans. Right. So if I see you, I see you. But in the same respect, knowing that we could very well run into these people that we met last year is actually like a fun idea to me. It's just weird. I don't know. It's just weird. Women thoughts. I don't know. Maybe because they're vacation people. They're not like everyday people. Vacation people. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could see your friend from Mexico there. Friend from Mexico. Wherever she was from. Mexico. I don't know where the fuck she was from. What are you talking about? Friend from Mexico. Like the bachelorette people. Mm. I don't know what the countdown is. Let me see. Oh, yeah. And my, my friend from Mexico is what he's saying. It was um a chick who wanted to kiss me. Um, 165 days. I remember when it was 320 days. And then 280. I'm actually excited about the weather. Actually, no, it was really fucking cold the one morning, wasn't it? Mmm. And the steamboat night. Yeah. And we're going two weeks earlier. Yeah. Maybe I'm just excited because weather right now fucking sucks dick. And <laughs> I'm tired of melting every time I walk outside. I could not imagine going down there right now. Even the smell. Oh my god. 
swamp and ass. That's what it would be. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. I was telling the... Because, you know, we brought home this bag of beads. Legitimate find. We bought them all. I'm just kidding. But, um... I was telling the girls that there are thousands of strands of beads that are just, like... I mean, they have to be recycled or what whatnot, right? They have, like, I don't know. <clears throat> Fun fact, if beads are thrown and they actually land on the ground, not many fuckers will pick them up. Like, it, and now granted, it is pretty fucking gross. Like, we, we, we've seen people keel over, throw up, like, cry. I'm sure they're, you know, like, piss themselves. One bitch passed out on the toilet. Oh, my God. I had to use it so bad. That was so bad. I had to go in the men's room. Yeah. I had to go in and try to clear the men's room. Yeah. I didn't get the stall for you. All I saw was one pair of shoes in the sit-down position and then, you know, a pair of knees and feet in front of those shoes. So... They were just going to do what they were going to do. and Eventually I got in to a stall, though, in the guy's restroom. And then I come out and, you know, I'm like washing my hands and then the dude's washing his hands. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Women's was full. <laughs> <coughs> Whatever. Girl problems. I don't know what to say. I'm excited to go back. Especially every trip I think of with the kids, like, yes, I know they have fun. I know we do our best to, like, make it everything for them. But I think that taking this trip, you and I, and having our countdown and everything and things we look forward to and, like, new things, I am, it, I think it honestly gets me through some of my really hard days with the kids. Just having that, even though I have no idea what we're going to do this time, I just know the hotel's booked, and we know when we're leaving. And the closer that countdown gets, the more excited we're going to be. So, just so you know, that was the greatest idea I think you've ever had. In regards to you and me. I mean, I guess, aside from asking if I wanted to marry. So, I guess, since we covered what we don't like about trips with kids, what we do like about our sacred trip now, um, I guess we can wrap it up. What do you think? You got anything else? Nope. I'm good. You're good. Um, do you think it'll be more than 10 days before we come back and do this again? I don't know. <laughs> Well, thank you for holding on and getting through this with us. This has been the Madhouse with Kara and Dave covering good and bad trips with kids, without kids, all that fun shit. And next time, who the fuck knows what we're going to talk about, but hopefully it'll be sooner than this gap we had last time. So everyone have a great day and we will talk to you next time.